This is from Newer with Love, the podcast that aims to help you discover the light within you because you're awesome, living the life you deserve, and loving who you are. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of From Newer with Love. I'm your host, Noor M. Fox, and I hope that you're all doing very well today. And if you're not, that's okay. Just take a deep breath and relax. Today, let's start with a little story about who I used to be. I was this girl with big dreams. I had the knowledge, the skills, the drive, and the ambition to achieve those dreams. But very few of them came to fruition. Why? Simply put, because of me. I was blocking my own success. In episode three, Creating Lasting Consistency, I talked about some of the emotional triggers or blocks that you may need to overcome before you can achieve productivity. You know, this may not be the case for everyone, but I definitely found that it was the case for me. Eventually, though, once I did overcome the blocks, the emotional blocks, what I found was that I was still unable to be productive. I read tons and tons of articles, books about productivity and absolutely nothing had a long-term impact on my life until I came across the book, The Productive Muslim, Where Faith Meets Productivity by Mohammed Faris. And I highly recommend this book as well as visiting the website ProductiveMuslim.com. Today's episode will be shorter than some of the previous episodes as it's meant as an introduction on what productivity is and is not. I want to spend time focusing on the definition because that will help change our mindset around productivity for those whose definition may not be serving them and instead hampering them. And then in next week's episode, I will discuss how to be productive in more depth. Now back to my own story. Once I discovered this book, I realized that the reason I was unable to be productive was due to my definition of productivity. My definition of productivity was very much based on my American culture. I had to be busy all the time. I had to be exhausted. I had to give my heart and soul to the project and results either had to be monetary or I got lots or lots of praise or preferably both. In the past, before becoming a Muslim, I had been highly productive according to this old definition. So why couldn't I be productive as a Muslim? It's simple my heart had changed due to Islam. However, I was still learning what it meant to be a productive Muslim and unlearning some of those principles that I had learned before I was a Muslim that were not necessarily in line with Islam. And a little digression here to all the reverts out there, take your time learning Islam. Don't be in a rush. Instead, make steady changes and soak up the knowledge in a way that you learn and implement what you learn. It's better to learn and implement than to really overwhelm yourself and start beating yourself up. It's all about your intentions and there is a lot to learn. And I'm still learning and actually the journey of Islam is a lifelong journey of learning for every single Muslim, alhamdulillah, inshallah. What I found interesting about the introduction of this book is that Muhammad Faris states the following. Starting a book is never an easy process since it's the beginning of a dream. However, I've decided to overcome this fear as there's so much to share 
and because I want my dream to be a reality. And I'm so happy that he shared this and made himself vulnerable because he overcame his fear, which was an emotional block, and he shared his insight with the world. And by sharing the fact that he had fear, it lets us know that we're all in the same boat. Your dream that you have can add value to the world as well. And it is a matter of putting your trust in Allah and overcoming your fears to share your dream and your vision with the world to let it become a reality. I was absolutely petrified when I started this podcast. The fear continued until about episode four or five. It really made recording, editing, the entire process of researching, making an outline very painful. It was fraught with fear. However, I decided to push forward because to change that mindset, you actually need to start taking action. That's how you overcome fear. And I don't exactly remember which episode I stopped being afraid. And that's the beauty of overcoming fear. Because once I overcame my fear, it faded into the background and started to become a distant memory. I too had a dream and I wanted it to become reality. So I decided to just do it and share my vision with the world. Alhamdulillah. And you can too. I believe in you because I believe in the creator of everything who fashioned you and I. So by putting my trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I really believe that others and myself included can achieve what we want to achieve in our lives because we put our trust in Allah. That doesn't mean that we always will be successful. However, it does mean that we can gain valuable knowledge and share what we are meant to share with the world. Because sometimes you'll find that as you start a project, your dream and vision changes along the way according to your experience and the road that you travel. Ferris also states in his introduction, everywhere I looked within the Quran, the Surah, biography of the Prophet, or the history of Islamic civilization, I found countless examples, tips, and techniques to boost one's productivity. That is what makes this book so great. It's based on Islamic principles. And though he's not a scholar, and he doesn't claim to be one, what he's doing is showing us how we can utilize Islam in a productive way. And this is a wonderful way of considering productivity because it shows that Allah has given us what we need for all aspects of our lives. We just need to find ways to apply Islam to everything we do. Faris quotes the ayat, God does not change the condition of a people for the worse unless they change what is in themselves. Quran 13.11 And he says, this book will give you the practical guidelines to apply this verse to your day-to-day -day life, inshallah. So let's get down to the definition of productivity according to the book. He defines productivity as focus times energy times time towards a beneficial goal. Productivity, according to him, is not about being busy all the time. And I think it's important that he addressed this 
because so many of us think that being productive is busy all the time. I mentioned that in my story, my own personal definition of what productivity was. And we have memes and quotes all over the place giving us permission to take a break. But why do we need these reminders to be permitted to take a break? Because we have been told that to be productive, you need to be busy. You can't be seen resting. You need to earn the rest. This idea really is unbalanced and healthy. And it is unfortunate how most workplaces are run by this. And even for those not working, we tend to implement this idea in our lives. I actually, in my own experience, found that by trying to be busy all the time, I was decreasing my productivity. Why? Because I was spending a lot of energy being busy, but my focus was on being busy and it cost me to waste time and energy on the wrong things. And frankly, at the end of the day, I felt empty and sleep wasn't enough to recharge me. The emptiness was coming from my soul. I had been busy, but experienced very little productivity because what I had been busy doing did not add any value to my life. Ferris says, you may be busy all day long, but you may not be productive. How? By simply wasting energy, focus, and time on mindless pursuits. And that's what I illustrated in my own experience. I was focusing on being busy that I just ended up wasting a lot of time on mindless pursuits. And his argument is that someone who is more productive will actually be less busy and less stressed. And in my own experience, I found that to be true and that productivity does not add stress, but it gives me energy and it fuels my productivity. It fuels me. There may be times that I'm more busy than other times, depending on what I'm working on. However, the output is valuable and it leaves me feeling like I've accomplished something beneficial. I go to sleep at night, not making tons of lists in my head, but instead feeling contented with what I've achieved that day. When I was trying to be busy all the time, I was chasing an endless cycle because you can always be more busy and therefore it never ends. And the satisfaction will be difficult to maintain in a long term because you're always focused on being busy. Subconsciously, being busy is the goal which you never achieve because you can always be more busy. And Ferris continues in saying that productivity is not an event. He says productivity is a process. It takes time. It's about making smart choices daily until beneficial habits are ingrained and being productive becomes a lifestyle. Now, I absolutely love this. As I've said in probably almost every episode, whatever you're trying to achieve, takes time. Our society has become so much about rush, 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 rush. We forget that growth of every kind takes time. It is important to implement this idea in our lives so that it becomes our second nature. And that's what he means by ingrained. I remember when I was first starting to work on my tajrit, I was spending a great deal of time reciting but I didn't really make much, much progress. It was definitely slow progress and I was beating myself up for it. My focus was on quantity and because I'm slow to learn to recite correctly, I felt that the busier I was with it, the more productive I would be. I lost the focus of the benefit factor. So I reshifted my focus and I renewed my intentions. 
and I found this to be the most productive and positive impact on the quality of my recitation and memorization, and it cost me less time, which kept me motivated to overcoming the difficulties that I have with reading Arabic, which I'm still overcoming, alhamdulillah. But what was really important was not have my focus be, I need to be busy and spend a lot of hours doing it, but my focus be on what benefit do I want to gain from this? What is my intention behind it? So if we look at it from another point of view, what Ferris has laid out is productivity is focus times energy times time towards a beneficial goal. And he also says it must be something fruitful that you can achieve. It can't be an aimless pursuit. I had allowed it to become corrupted by my incorrect de definition of having to be busy. My intention and my goal should be aligned. Your intention and your goals should be aligned and remain aligned. And in order to check up on this, check your goal, check your intention, review them periodically to see if they're still aligned. Ferris continues by saying that productivity is not boring. He adds that people think that being productive means no more TV, Facebook, going out with friends or having a good time. That's not true. Being productive is about knowing when to have fun and when to work hard, when to relax and when to be serious. It's about making smart choices, end quote. Now, this is something that my mom taught me. She always used to say there's a time for everything. However, I'll be honest with you, that lesson didn't really stick with me until much later because it became overshadowed by the societal expectations and what seems to be this guilt associated with having fun. I hear women saying all the time, well, deserve night out with the girls, but why does it need to be deserved? That is attaching a condition as if you don't deserve it unless you do X, Y, and Z. When you look at it from the perspective as does Ferris, it's all about balance. You balance out your life and make smart choices based on what you need. And what is very important is that you don't always need to be productive. That's something that I realized myself. And that is also something that he mentions in the book. He says literally, you can't always be productive. Now, let's look at that. It's so essential. I've really thought about this and analyzed it. And from my own perspective, it ties up very much to knowing what you need. Some days you need to not be productive for whatever reason. I remember that in the past, these days used to be filled with guilt and me trying to justify myself needing time because I wasn't being busy. Therefore, I thought I wasn't being productive. However, giving myself what I need is a very important part of productivity because if we look at his definition again, it includes energy and I need to refuel myself. I need to give myself that time and space to recuperate, to relax in order to be energized and to be productive. And from my own perspective, I consider that relaxation, that fun time, that balance, an important part of productivity because it all ties in. Even sometimes you might need a longer period of rest, rest because let's be honest, we're not machines. And he also mentions that 
you know, we're humans and placing unrealistic expectations on ourselves to be productive all the time is really detrimental to our health and well-being. As you've noticed, the definition of productivity was fairly concise and we went more into what productivity was not because some of the things that get in the way is that mindset, that definition that you have about what productivity is. And it's important to know what it is not in order to really benefit from what it truly is. That's why as a final thought, I wanna leave you with a few questions to mull over. Ask yourself, how do you define productivity? Are all the components of Ferris's definition in your definition of productivity? Where does your definition of productivity come from? Try to identify what is working for you and benefiting you and what's not. This will help you keep on doing what works well and shed those ideas, that mindset, those habits that are not working for you. And remember that it's a process and it takes time. This is why I decided to start out with a definition of what productivity is and is not in order to give a clear idea and to build a foundation that the process needs to be built on. And that starts with our mindset around productivity, having the correct and beneficial mindset around productivity. In next week's episode, I will continue with the topics from the book and give some of my own personal insights of how it benefited me, how I was able to implement the things into my life. This book goes really deep into the topic of being a productive Muslim. And remember that this is just an introduction. I have to say from a personal note, this book is really amazing. And it's something that I go back to a few times a year because I reread it and each time I discover something new that I'm able to implement in my plan. And I think that's also very much part of the process, not trying to do everything at once. I found that some of the things I was already doing, so I continued doing them. And then I slowly implemented some of the changes that the books suggest. And that meant that I had to go back and reread and reevaluate where I was so that I could pick up the next thing, inshallah. I just want to say that I'm not affiliated with the company, but I'm just a really grateful fan who loves to share this beneficial knowledge. And I want to thank everyone for listening today. If you haven't checked out some of the previous episodes, please do so. I hope they're beneficial to you. And I want to thank everyone who reached out to me and shared their gratitude for this podcast. It really motivates me to continue doing this work for the sake of Allah. I'm really happy that it's added benefit to your lives. Alhamdulillah. You can reach me on Instagram from Noor with Love. Or you can send me an email from noorwithlove at gmail.com. Look forward to next week, inshallah. May Allah make all your goals beneficial for you and put barakah into your time. May he illuminate your days with sunshine and give you the best of both worlds. Amin. I love you all for the sake of Allah and I'll see you next week, inshallah. Salam. My name is Noor M. Fox. And you have been listening to From Noor with Love. Much love.